You're listening to the Behaviour Change Marketing Bootcamp Podcast. I'm your host, Ruth Dale, and together we'll explore how behavioural science and social marketing and design thinking can be used to communicate, change and influence behaviour. Every week we chat with the experts, that's the practitioners, the academics and the book writers, and we share three aha moments to help you increase your impact and set your comms and marketing on fire. We interrupt this show just briefly to say the 2nd of November is the final boot camp for 2022. So the last Behaviour Change Marketing boot camp is taking place on the 2nd of November. We've extended the early bird to the 12th of October. That's only fair seeing as all marketing was paused in September. So pop on over to www.socialinsightmarketing.co.uk forward slash boot camp and grab your early bird. Yay! Welcome everyone to another problem page episode and thank you for your feedback. I had some lovely comments from people on the last one. I also heard a few people say, Ruth, it isn't much of a problem. It's not very salacious. It's not going to get me racing like the Dear Deirdre page, see what so-and-so's been up to. So we have expanded our problem this week and actually it's not that salacious. It's still on marketing, but hopefully framed in a way that will resonate with lots of you. And huge thank you to our bootcamp trainee for giving me the permission to use this. But also it comes up a lot. So I have paraphrased. We hear this all the time and some really, really useful takeaway information. And I promise that this episode, again, will be 10 minutes so you can take it, learn it and apply it. Right. So problem number two is, dear bootcamp, every year we run health campaigns reminding people not to use emergency services for non-emergencies. And we also frequently tell them not to miss their appointments as it costs loads of money and appointments are hard to come by. We are still tackling the same issues a decade later. What else can we do? Best wishes, bootcamp trainee. Okay, so to answer this question, we're going to talk about negative social proof. And the episode is titled, Don't Push the Big Red Button. Right, what am I talking about? So let's start with point one. It sounds like, based on that information, you are inadvertently running a negative social proof messaging strategy. Oh, pause there. One, what's negative social proof? Two, I haven't really thought that much about my messaging strategies. Okay, so let's start with messaging strategies because it's something that gets overlooked a lot and you don't see the bullet messaging strategy very often in comms plans. You will see it a lot more in marketing plans and you'll see a lot more in market research. But if you are just jumping towards delivering a comms plan, you can easily get skipped and it might fall into your objectives or it might fall into, you know, the background, but it doesn't have the succinctness. You will never see this is our messaging strategy. You might see a methodology approach, but actually as a communicator, a messaging strategy is a real win, a real easy win for you. And you need to keep it really succinct and clear, but also it kind of sets the tone for everything else you do. So it's well worth for me putting it in your top three bullets of your comms planning. And so a messaging strategy is literally when you decide how are we going to frame this message, this conversation, this whatever it is we want, what techniques are we going to use that we know work best for this? Right. So that's kind of a bit of a shift. And that's where behavioral science can really, really help you. So you work alongside your value proposition with this. So your marketing value proposition is where you say, I know what information 
what benefit, what value, what we're about to do is to my audience. And this is the offer. So this offer is giving my audience blank, blank. Value proposition is absolutely key when you're planning marketing strategies. And it's so dependent on you understanding your audience because you've got to know what values will work with them. And you might have one or two that you want to test. It's really easy to understand in the world of consumer marketing. If you think about Prime, Black Fridays, those are all offers Okay, where you're going to get increased value, increased discounts. And it is harder to apply it to behavior change marketing, but it's still very, very important because you still need to be able to say the offer to my audience for this behavior change is blank, blank, blank. And this is where you are absolutely dependent on having done that thinking about the desired behavior. And it's where your marketing will shift from simply talking at people to talking about the transformation or the reward or their benefit. But again, can be very easily skipped in the pressures of work. And it isn't time consuming. What's hard is if you haven't got your insight. But when you actually have your insight, this stuff can be done really quickly. So messaging strategy and value proposition work really closely together. And we're going to focus in on messaging strategy today because the problem has a very clear negative social proof messaging strategy. And that's got lots of red flags on it that you need to know. So what is negative social proof? So negative social proof is essentially when your messaging uses examples of the problem behavior or your lead creative is really focusing and showing examples of the exact behavior you want people to stop. It's placing that behavior at the forefront of their mind and it can even go so far as to normalize that behavior and then in turn give permission for others to join the herd of the wrong behavior that you don't want them to do. So the sciencey bit. Well, the sciencey bit was led by Professor Caldini and Dr. Noah Goldstein and Steve Martin. So Professor Caldini is the old favorite. He has written the book Influence. And then Dr. Noah Goldstein is pretty much his protege and they've written multiple books together. So I would recommend any of their books. And they got to do this really cool marketing experiment. And it was in the petrified forest in Arizona. So we'll just pause there. What is a petrified forest? In my head, I'm like... Petrified forest just sounds like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. So, but actually, it is a forest that is known for fallen trees that lived in the late Triassic period. And that is incredible. So, these are trees that have fallen 225 million years ago. And this forest had a real problem with people nicking bits of wood. Basically, they have over half a million visitors a year and they're all pocketing little bits of petrified wood as a bit of a souvenir. Now, I live on the Jurassic Coast and I completely get the obsession with fossils and, you know, just how beautiful it is and how, I mean, it's such a luxury to be able to be part of something that's so much bigger than yourself and so beautiful and so natural and is there, you know, it doesn't matter how my day has gone, that beauty is just there. And to be able to tap into that is just a constant source of joy. So I get the temptation, but of course, it's really damaging for the ecosystem. So the marketers and Professor Caldini's brought in with his team to try some message testing to reduce the amount that's being nicked. So they divided the park into three zones and they had two different signs in two of the areas and one control group. The first sign, please don't remove petrified wood from the park in order to preserve the natural state of the petrified forest. 
I personally would call that like a protective messaging strategy. It's very environmental. And then second one, many past visitors have removed the petrified wood from the park, changing the natural state of the petrified forest. Many past visitors, underline, underline, many past visitors have removed the petrified wood from the park, changing the natural state of the petrified forest. So the results came in. The thefts in the second zone where the negative social proof sign was tripled compared to the first sign. So that second sign, which told people that people are basically nicking pieces of wood, gave permission to others to nick pieces of wood. And also, if you apply it just in our own lives, just with a little bit of common sense, I mean, any parents listening, how many times do you tell your children not to do stuff? I know it's out of my mouth before I even realize it. You know, I walk in the front door, trip over the shoes. Who left those shoes in the front door? I told you not to leave them there. Blah, blah, blah. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I know I should be more clear in telling them what I want to happen and reinforcing the tidy room bit. Not the don't leave your clothes on the floor bit, but actually, you know, pushing towards, oh, how wonderful it would be if your room was tidy. (laughs) But we do. It's very natural default way of communicating. And we've just got to be aware that it is pretty ineffective. And think about dog training. Think about those really cute little puppy faces. If you were constantly telling that really cute little puppy face exactly what they shouldn't be doing, imagine just how confused their little face would get. They'd be copying and they mirror you. And so they'd be mirroring the behavior you don't want them to do. So it'd be so confusing. So even without the sciencey bit, it's actually a lot of common sense here. But it is very popular. So if you're using the advertising model, ADA, awareness, interest, desire, action, negative social proof could get you that attention that needs to get you in. But just being aware from a behavior change marketing perspective, it really isn't going to get you to that behavior change. And don't take my word for it. Always, always, always test your messaging. Okay. If you think, oh, I'm going to test this messaging strategy versus this one, see what works best for you. But also, you know, the the world's great minds in advertising, David Ogilvy, Cal Downey himself, David Halpern from the Behavioral Insights Unit, they all agree that too much negative social proof is advertising's biggest mistake. So back to the problem page. What else can you do? Well, first of all, you can shift away from simply reminding people what they shouldn't be doing and really focus your messaging on what you want people to do and to lead with the behavior that you want people to do. So I think, yeah, and we can cover more ideas and tips on exactly what those tactics could be in another episode. I'm going to pop in the show notes a really great link called Bad Luck Hot Rocks. So a brilliant behavioral intervention, which was done by an artist, basically published this book saying how taking these bits of petrified wood actually brings bad luck. And people from all over America started sending bits of wood back. I mean, I love it. It's just genius. So I'm going to pop that in. So it's an example of a complete detour away from telling people what not to do. A lovely creative way of building in sustainable behavior change because it's got such a long shelf life and it's not just dependent on advertising and signs and posters. But yeah, so I really hope that is helpful for you. Okay, so let's just recap quickly on your three aha moments. One aha is that your messaging strategy is negative social proof. And two, your second aha is, are you even aware you have a messaging strategy? Because the moment you write a message, you are using some form of strategy or not. It's just whether you know you're using it. 
And three, be really kind to yourself. If you need to use this as part of a bigger strategy, don't just dismiss it. Don't just go, oh no, negative social proof doesn't work. It has a role. Clearly it has a shock, a drama value, but ultimately it won't take you on the journey to behavior change unless it is very clearly planned in your strategy. Standing alone as a message is much more likely to drive people the wrong way. Okay, so that is why this episode is called the don't press the big red button because as soon as you tell anyone not to press the big red button, they want to press the big red button. So a brilliant way to end, I think, and to really get that learning across about negative social proof. And we will focus in on some other messaging strategies in forthcoming episodes as they are getting very popular. But we hope that was of loads of help and value. Please do reshare and post, etc, etc. And we will see you again. Thank you so much for listening. We're so delighted you joined us. And if you've got any value out of this at all, or even if you just simply had a little chuckle, please do share it with anyone you think it may benefit. And please, if you do leave a review, oh my gosh, we would be forever in your debt. The algorithms on podcasts are pretty tough and reviews do make all the difference. So please do head over onto your platform and leave us one. And also, if you need to know anything about our latest training or you just want to get in touch, head over to our website, which is www.socialinsightmarketing.co.uk forward slash bootcamp.